The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dane here. Welcome back to this week's episode, um, which uh, in, in which I can't speak, mate. I'm tired today. Why are we both whispering? I don't know, actually. I think I started that and it just became like a sort of, um, you know, sometimes when, do you ever do that thing where you mirror somebody's voice when they're talking to you? you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of, sort of consciously do it. But somebody whispers and you think you've got to whisper because maybe like Chinese waiters and that I do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that sometimes. <laughs> um, in the few Chinese restaurants, I'm still allowed in now. <laughs> um, so did we, yeah, this, we this week we were joined by um, I think you said it might be a third time on. Is that right? The second time on TV. Oh no, the third time two zooms oh. and one in your house. Yeah, Rachel Fairburn, the excellent comedian. Podcaster, the wonderful, all-round good egg. She's a good egg, isn't she? I she like her. Good, she's a good egg. She's a great egg. Yeah. Um, so we chatted to Rachel. Um, saw to catch up, see what she's been up to. Um, talked about all sorts. Actually, it was really fun. Yeah, she's a good chat. She's a great chat. Um, so, any other business before we get on with it? I think basically thanks to all our patrons. We'll do a big patron shout out on the next episode. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, really Those of you that are not signed up to the patron as well, do we insult them or? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do um, we'll do a roll call, we'll get their names. And we'll <laughs> do we do, do a, a shout out list? Name <laughs> we'll do, and shame. Do a two-hour episode where we just rinse every one of them as <laughs> signed up. Go down their Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, sign up, guys. We can sign up. Yeah, it's um, be part of the community for as little as two pound a month. Hey. Um, and there is yeah. no maximum as well, so don't be shy. <laughs> don't be shy with your bounce back loans. We could tell them about your uh, on our last pa- recent Patreon catch up that we've just done, uh, which that's what you get. Patrons get a little extra. Oh, yeah, they get a little surprise. Well, 500 pounds a dick. Basically, yeah, you've, you've offered a new secret tier. We might as well tell it to others. 500 I've got a price, and I'll write your name Julian. on it to prove that it's me. On your, on your actual not Yeah. Oh, really? Better be a I'm short sure match, mate. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> just, more just than a nickname. <laughs> Simon, just sigh. S. <laughs> put your initials on it, all right? That's all I can promise. Just two initials, not your middle name. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a new, uh, not real um, tier for patrons. But 500 notes, I'll consider it. Okay, this, it is serious. Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm, I'm We'll see, yeah, I might right. not do it for 500 notes. 750, you get both of our dicks. <laughs> How's that? Touching. <laughs> Two grand, they, they'll kiss. <laughs> Put little eyeballs on them. <laughs> and then with both together, we could probably fit one first name on it. Yeah. <laughs> Start it on yours, finish it on mine. <laughs> um, anyway, right. Um, 
kick back, kick back, put your feet up. Or listen, Relax. wherever you listen. We don't know where people listen. They might be on a bus, might be wearing a mask. Um, might be in Tesco. Could be in Tesco's, also wearing a mask. Might be on a boat. Yeah, probably don't need to wear a mask on boats. Have you seen that New Zealand's just gone, um, Auckland's just gone back into lockdown? I mean, they can't really prevent it coming. They had a good idea at first. Everyone's like, well, they have not got one case. Yeah, yeah, It's coming. Exactly. COVID don't give a fuck. (laughs) Don't give a fuck about your rules. (laughs) (laughs) It don't live by the rules. You 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 choose to roll by it. You can't chain it up. You can't get it through customs with a little search. Um, Yeah, so uh, that is, you know, maybe we were, maybe the UK was right to just fuck it all up and just let it run rampant through the through <laughs> Let it just blaze through like a tornado. <laughs> if I was 20% of our granddad. It's thing, sometimes incompetence works, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's well, almost... the, things like a virus, you can't stop it. Yeah. It's just you did, de- I mean, the, the idea was to delay it and flatten the curve, wasn't it? Yeah. Were they, were they, I don't know, were they, we haven't, I mean, this is a long chat for an intro, but were they delaying it to then have a vaccine or something ready? I don't understand. It was mainly to flatten the curve. And, okay. Yeah, the vaccine thing, but vaccine would take 18 months, absolute minimum. It so could take yeah. 10 years. That's what I mean. Like, you know. But the curve, it was to not overload the uh, NHS, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, New Zealand now, yes, it's, uh, you know, same with Australia, isn't it? They sort of all they they got it locked down, and then they, everything opened, and now they're in the most extreme lockdown out of everyone. <laughs> a lot of South America in a bad way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we'll ch- we'll keep you posted, guys. <laughs> tune tune in the for latest updates. Updates coronavirus, COVID nineteen from two experts who've just offered to kiss their dicks for a good two grand. <laughs> you know, get this on BBC News. My dick yeah. don't care about social distancing, man. <laughs> it can't transfer from dick to dick. Can it? It can if you kiss them correctly. If they oh. French kiss. Oh, yuck. Um, that's called docking, isn't it? When you Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, where you put your fork. Yeah, I don't want to say it. No, I know what not. it means. Let's just get on with the podcast, mate. Um, everyone after <laughs> wipe all that from your mind everything we just talked about and just kick back and enjoy Relax. listening to the excellent the wonderful Rachel Fairburn Rachel Fairburn two vegan idiots yeah we're recording I'll probably cut that noise out <laughs> <from again. laughs> I've got I've got out of the shower by the way I've not got like wet look gel in <laughs> oh I think it looks quite uh, looks like a casual look that it's like quite that's yeah. what I've got. It took me ages to get this casual look. <laughs> remember wet, do you remember that proper gross tub wet look gel that you used to get yeah. in just like the local shop? That green colour. Yeah, just green or blue and it was like 48p. <laughs> you just put like about a teacup. 48p of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Um, Carl Donnelly here. Julian Francis Dean. And guest Rachel Fairburn. Hello. Mm. I'm very happy to be here because That's I've been absolutely rinsing through your podcast. You said that online. That's really oh my nice God. of you. It's like, it's so weird. I can't, um, I, it, like I've been listening to it pretty much every single day since we've been in lockdown. And like I've been going through, I mean, there's a couple I don't listen to because it depends what guests you've got on. There's a couple tell of people. Us who, tell us who you don't like. Who don't no, you like? I'm not going to tell you that. No, no, there's that, two episodes and I'm not listening to that. Let me um, have a think. All right, we'll have... Um, <laughs> So you have a little thing. <laughs> um, so, but no, I've been loving it. Because obviously I've been on it before, but then I've not really listened to it properly. Oh my God, it's been like, 
I've been listening to it all the time on the tube, out and about, in the house. I've been loving it. Oh, I think lovely. my daughter's about to go. Um, oh. Uh, it might not be, might not ring the bell. Um, I think it's my coffee beans are arriving. What a oh. wanker. Oh, sorry, new coffee beans are coming. Um, yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird though. Like, um, yeah, Matt Richardson said the same thing. He said he's found our podcast really easy listening. Um, yeah. A lot. And look, and I'm just going to. I'm going to go and open the door. Sorry. Hold on. You two chat amongst yourselves. You need your coffee excellent. beans, don't you? <laughs> it looked like it. when Carl left, then it was like he was in fast forward. <laughs> That's he just how he really walks funny. around. <laughs> he's always got the doors always going. I, about five episodes I've listened to this of it. It's like, oh, he's like, oh, I've got to go and get the door. It's like that TV show. You're too young, aren't you? Uh, Rod and Hull and Emu. Do you remember that? There's somebody at the yeah. door. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, crop Dear, bags yeah. and all that. How yeah. old are you? Well, see, I'm older than you. See, I'm 37. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless you thought I was 37. I thought you were 38. Not really, no. I thought you were oh, about... Sure. I thought you were about 30, actually. What's yeah, it's weird because everyone always assumes that I'm... You know, I think, you know, I think it is. I think it's because I'm small and I think my voice sounds quite young. Yeah, you've you do look young. You've got a youthful face. Yeah. I'm 38 next month. That's... that's um, uh, what's, who's ringing? Is your phone ringing, Julian? We're having a that wasn't mine, no. I, uh, it wasn't even for me. It was my, for my neighbours. Oh. Delivered. I, so I can't really complain. They definitely take in, I think, percentage-wise. All your more. coffee beans. Yeah. <laughs> they take in way more of our stuff than we take in of theirs. There was a period where... Bob Marley um, T-shirts and coffee beans. I'm wearing a Bob Marley <laughs> a pair of shorts at the minute. Oh, are you? They're fucking horrendous. Have you ever, they're, they're, they're an ironic bit of clothing I bought a couple of years ago. Are they because, short shorts? No, look, they, I'll show Just you. A them. Have, on the have a look at these, right? Um, oh, they yeah. look cool. You don't mind um, getting a bit of a uh, bit of skin out, do you? You don't mind. To me, what? Yeah, even when I've got like a V-neck T-shirt on, I feel like vulnerable. I'm like. <laughs> She's trying to hide. <laughs> yeah, but you have got the sort of um, self-consciousness of a Victorian woman. So I think. <laughs> We've done up to there. Like Anne Boleyn. I am. Um, it it's weird. I sort of, I don't particularly like summer clothes, but I'm, I'm definitely a winter. In terms of my, my wardrobe would be majority winter, autumn, yeah. some spring. Let's not mess around. But, you know, I, I think in terms of summer, there's not much going on. So it's, <clears throat> in summer. I find myself dressed like a lunatic because I've just got to cobble together the weird shit I've got. Winter wear's that... easy though, isn't it? You just put like a jacket over yourself. Lovely jacket and you're sorted. Same yeah, with I, I like that about summer stuff. Like I don't, I don't really like wearing shorts and stuff like that. Or like I just, I like to wear like what I usually wear. Yeah. But definitely winter. You, I think you're right. I think most. I think sometimes like I went to the pub the other night, and all the people that were in there like were just dressed in clothes that you think. You just had that for four years and you don't know what to wear, do you? It's like, just, it's like you either need a new summer wardrobe or you just need to style yourself a bit better. People are just shoving on anything. But I guess when it's so hot, you don't really care, do you? No. Like, yeah, what did, I can't remember. It, me and Julian did a gig together last Sunday. It was last Sunday, Sunday before last. And it was, yeah. um, it, that was like the first time I'd had to put on gig clothes for <laughs> five months. And I genuinely had forgotten how uncomfortable it is to wear. Got Jean. the tux, the tux yeah. out of the wardrobe. 
That's summer one, so it's short sleeve. Short, short sleeve pink tuxedo with a frilly shirt. <laughs> uh, but and it a was... flower that squirts. <laughs> but I forgot how uncomfortable it is to have jeans with like a t-shirt and a jacket over the top. I know. You know, it wasn't even that hot a day, but I was just like, this is too many layers going I on. bought a new pair of tracksuit bottoms the other day and they're quality and I just don't <laughs> so want to I don't want to take them off that's always a sign of fucking you, you, a mixture of age and lockdown in it I've just bought some <laughs> <Yeah>. new tracksuit <laughs> bottoms <laughs> some new slacks but um what have you gone for what's your been your lockdown uh rate have you been wearing a lot of leisure wear I suppose that's what most people have been going for yeah well do you know I, I sort of unless I'm doing like um a podcast show or I'm doing one of my own, like my talk, well, one out of tour show to do. Um, I like to dress up like in mad yeah. clothes for that kind of stuff. Well, when, yeah, when you do the live podcast, I always see the photographs that you share online. You and Kiri, like you really go for it in terms of outfits. Yeah, yeah we buy like mad clothes for it and wear like really weird stuff. And, like, do you get that stuff made for you or you just go out and find it? Uh, I'll be honest, most of it comes from China. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, really? You've got a couple also, of kids sponsored, working sponsored over there. The- <laughs> Chinese yeah, I've got a couple of kids on it. Um, but I think uh, also I buy loads from websites that are for um, strippers and exotic dancers. Really? Yeah, yeah. What loads are these of... websites called? Julian just might well, do some research. You just, well, I, what I do is I just Google. I open up the web page immediately. <laughs> just Google stripper shoes. Get some stuff in that basket immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Search for offer codes online. <laughs> You just find great stuff, like you'll find mad platform boots and yeah, like yeah. big leotards and stuff. So most of them come from places like that. But um, like one of them was called, um, one of the websites was called Miss Sexy Shoes, which was like, oh, that's a shop that's been Is named that by a man. dot com or .co.uk? <laughs> I think it's .co.uk, actually. <laughs> um, I had a routine in a show a couple of years ago. I don't know what, it was off the back of another routine. So it was a small part of a bigger routine, but it was about how I was going to buy some stripper trousers what that you just, rip off like, yeah but just off. and just to rip them off at totally inappropriate times where people don't expect that <laughs> in I'm, the queue in starbucks <laughs> people don't know you're wearing stripper trousers at any point you can just rip them off that'd be handy for the beach be handy if you've got gonna shit yourself as well <laughs> just got diarrhea. rip them off and diarrhea with it. <laughs> Velcro and back to the off. beach. Just do it as you're like sort of Baywatch. Always run one towards step the water. Ahead. Run towards the water, and just as you're just about to hit it, just rip them off just and throw them over your head. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What are the other bit? Yeah, everything else you just got to rip. I think, isn't it? They probably have a shirt with a Velcro thing. I reckon. I used to know. I know. Well, I know he doesn't do it anymore, but he was a male stripper for like. A, he was a good friend of my wife's, and oh, um, looking good looking, like proper. So good looking, he's an actor, like dancer, you just do everything. And just, yeah, he was a stripper as well. Shit, man, you know, like, you just ripped and like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, what I was talking about in there was really escalating, wasn't it? Um, I, saw a, I saw a male stripper get absolutely humiliated in a pub in North Manchester years ago. He'd come in to do like, there was obviously like a Hendo in there, and he'd been booked to come and do a dance. So, it was because it was quite a rough pub and there was loads of like blokey blokes in there. Um, he's doing his thing in there. He's got a banana and a bit of cream and all that kind of stuff, and all the women are loving it. Uh, but all these, all these blokes just came and were looking, just like staring him out. Banana splits. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to like do his sexy thing, and yeah. you could tell he was really intimidated. All these big blokes just staring at him, 
And then he sort of got his stuff together in his little radio and, and sort of left. And they were just shouting at him as he was getting in his car. Like, you That's the nuts. worst situation to be in in your life, isn't it? I mean, it's bad enough getting up, make, trying to make him laugh in a hostile shithole. Yeah. But like having to sort of be all sexy. And <laughs> well, sort of yeah, having, having a bad gig when you're at least you're standing there dressed normally. And you can no. you can speak a little bit. Yeah, like, having a them. bad gig with your dick <laughs> out in a pub. Just getting your boner in his wife's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh man it was i felt so Put sorry cream for on it. your balls it, it, didn't, yeah. uh, it didn't even get like dressed properly to to leave he sort of just put his shoes on and like scurried out with his stuff and his radio and just put it yeah. in the back of his, his bum like, cut out of his trousers <laughs> just <laughs> running from the scene <laughs> um, Chris, on the phone to his agent. Chris Martin used to have a really funny routine about the differences between male stripping and uh, female stripping. Like he just used to talk about how it is female stripping's a better. Well, like, the... But women, <laughs> but there's a I weird thing. That one. With women, it's always quite sort of sexy and serious. Do you know what I mean? And then mm. blokes are just fucking get your dick out and have a laugh. Essentially, <laughs> it's so such a different tone. Apparently, women yeah. go more wild though in the crowds, don't they? Well, there's also, yeah, I suppose from what I gather, like I've seen... Men are more sitting there seedy on their own. Well, do you remember when the <laughs> Chippendales did Edinburgh? Were you up there that year, Rachel? Oh, God, I remember Mick Ferry had the room next to them, didn't yeah. he? And yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. Mayhem every night. I remember seeing them. They were always in like the like you'd go to the, the abattoir bar or the late sort of bars. It'd always just be six <laughs> massive, ripped fucking idiots in there <laughs> like, <laughs> massive airheads <laughs> they looked incredible and then you'd, you'd chat to one at the bar and it was like oh you've got the mental age of a four-year-old but the biceps of an, a, a greek statue <laughs> take the me dick home of a porn star literally everything apart from your brain come and do incredible. a line back at mine <laughs>
and then suddenly someone will just get up and shoot a ping pong ball out of Fanny yeah. or something. No way Irish to avoid ping it. Ping pong ball, a little leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there was like we we just went into one bar one night just for a drink, and there was just at the, yeah, it was massive as well. But at the end, there was just uh, for a drink and a BJ standard. <laughs> <laughs> it was genuinely, uh, it was it was a very well behaved trip actually, and um, but yeah, there was a uh, like sort of what they call themselves lady boys would say trans women walking around and um and they just some of them would like they'd come up and just have a chat and obviously i think they were looking for business but we were just there for a drink so but um they, they're, they're so like they really commit to the uh they almost go so far being like step like cliche sort of feminine stripper style mm-hmm. of lady it's really yeah. intimidating <laughs> I, I wasn't you know it's, it was not for me thank you but what was their usually. flat like all right <laughs> Um, it was too much. I, yeah, I just I get intimidated by that sort of, um, you know. I never like strip. I never ever ever. I've been to a strip club twice in my life, both on stag do's, and both times I've not partaken in any. I've ended up just sitting at the bar, just chatting to like a stripper who's on a. I'm brand. right at the front, mate, on stage. <laughs> I'm getting pulled out by the bouncers. <laughs> I'm in a headlock, getting dragged up the stairs. <laughs> Pants down. I'm saying we've told you before, mate. You're banned. Is that Julian again? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I've never been that sort of. It's not been my. Uh, I'm not. It's just not. It's we went, I went to Spearmint it? Rhino a couple of times years ago when I worked near there. We, like everyone went, so I just went along. Yeah. Um, in front, saying it's this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's monday morning guys it's kind of funny how it's still popular isn't it i find it fascinating yeah like when is that gonna i know because what's your take on it because obviously there's a there is definitely a split in terms of argument of some people who say it's empowering some people say it's degrading i mean I i knew a stripper that worked in there actually and she was um i mean she was there was nothing she wasn't i mean they pay for the stage time basically and then they get the money Pay to play. I mean, a lot of them are ex-professional dancers and stuff. It's uh, it's pretty athletic what they're doing. It's not like they're human trafficked. You know what I mean? It's the opposite. I think they're quite empowered for the most part. Well, I suppose there is some, in some cases, yeah, it depends on the working conditions. I'm always like a case-by-case sort of basis. And yeah. In some places, I imagine it very... It depends which kind of club as well. I mean, I'm no expert. <laughs> yeah, I kind, of, I, kind of, I kind of think it's up, it's up to people what they do, but I still have that kind of thing where I'm like, eh, it's still like pandering to men, which is yeah, still, yeah. hey, yeah. but also it's like with the lady boys as well, it's like, God, some of these, they're born into like extreme poverty, and like that is one of the only ways that they can get out of that and start Get any money, money out of my bank, yeah. yeah. So, it, <laughs> so even that's like, <laughs> feel, I don't know, it just make, it, that makes me feel uncomfortable in yeah, the sense yeah. of like you know it just seems really sad that you know They're that's the best it, yeah. option but that's what thing. i always but I, so I, I, I think am i being patronizing when i think that about you know about a lot of strippers i always think yeah but would they be doing it if their life had been different and they'd had more opportunities to do other things that's, I, I can't help thinking that i think that imagine, like any imagine job, like though, if you meet it? a stripper and she was like yeah, she was. She did. She went. She grew up in a bad family and didn't have qualifications, and she didn't have loads of options. Ultimately, that obviously her field of options are smaller. Whereas actually, if she'd come from something different, would she have ended up? I suppose that's like a lot of know. jobs, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, cool. it's like drug dealers. <laughs> would they be doing that if they had a law degree? 
Um, probably not. But, <laughs> uh, but I, I know stripping is a lot more kind of, uh, what's the word? Sexy, not really. Quality. <laughs> High quality. <laughs> Entertaining. It's a lot more excellent, not really. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of selling your body, aren't you? It's kind of a bit intrusive, I guess. Yeah. Bless me They're not anything. prostitutes, though. No, I know. <laughs> so they are Julian, right? Get some as, as some of them own up for that. Because <laughs> um, that's another whole debate. I some mean, of, we don't, some of them get really offended. No, really. Rachel's not the spokesperson. Oh, God, look, listen. I, I have several things to say about the sex work is work thing. Because um, they're obviously, again, that's a massive split, isn't it? I always notice there's some people that are like... A lot of feminists are, are pro it, aren't they? They think that they should be, and a lot of them aren't. Like, well, I just think that you know you need to make the distinctions between what kind of sex work it is. It's like it's all fine and well if you're some middle class student who you know is on a webcam of her own accord in a safety yeah, of her yeah, own yeah. home, yeah. giggling a tit because she wants to. Yeah. Um, but what, but you know when you're you thinking about, <laughs> want to know what website this is by the way? <laughs> Which was that dot com? <laughs> <laughs> when you're thinking about like the women that are you know, forced into it Traffic, by yeah. men totally. and, and standing at the back of bloody Piccadilly train station in Manchester or whatever. Whereabouts? <laughs> Just at the back of Piccadilly station. Um, see, that, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, that's, that sex work is work, but you've got to kind of think, who, it depends who's doing it under what circumstances. That's it. That's what, that's what annoys me about the way people di- discuss anything nowadays. It's, spectrum, it's always so it? black and white, isn't it? Whereas everything is a spectrum where... You know, yeah, like you say, that somebody who clearly is sort of has made a conscious decision to do something for a bit of to fund their master's degree or something. Like a lot of them in Amsterdam are like that, aren't they? Like I saw a documentary where they're funding their (laughs) schoolwork. I saw a documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a documentary. (laughs) You were interviewed by the police about it. My face blocked out. Would you like a lawyer before? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still on the very much of the side on the side of like. To me, it always seems to be about uh, stuff like this. Seems to be about meeting the needs of men. Totally, but that's the thing. Prostitution theoretically, there's a downside to it as well. Shouldn't be needed if it wasn't for gross men who want to pay for sex. And like you know, we're fucking animals, man. Well, totally. And also, there is definitely often. I think. A lot of people say, like, you know, the only men that would go, go to prostitutes would be sort of quite sad guys who can't get sex. It's like, that's not true at all. There's loads of just dirty bastards who want yeah. to do it because, like, there's a bit of a power thing going on. And yeah, they can yeah, just, oh, yeah. fucking pay for it. Oh, no, mate. And that's yeah. the sort yeah. of, again, that's a massive distinction between the sort of clientele, isn't it? But it's hard. I don't know what to do. You can't just. Do you think it should be illegal? Me? Ooh. Or Rachel? Rachel? What do you have? I mean, but again, that's too. No, the problem when it goes illegal, it goes underground, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. Harder to find, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've got Tourette's, man. (laughs) You have, (laughs) Um, but when it goes underground, it's a lot like the human rights aspect of it and stuff is is worse, I bet. But then when it's legal, like you're condoning it as well. But that's the thing, it's a total one or the other, is always, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why um, we've been talking about this. It's literally Monday morning and we're just... Um, I'm, I'm going to have a sip of my tea, but my cup looks really Brexit. I'm fully aware oh, of that. Oh, my God. I was thinking it looks Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> but you see, I only bought this because it's got a big Union Jack on it. 
Yeah. And I bought it from... It says leave um, means leave <laughs> on the other side. As you, as you get to the bottom of it. Get out. <laughs> on the other side it says, just because you're born here don't mean you're British, mate. <laughs> I, I bought it from... Because you're born here don't mean you're British, mate. <laughs> Having a right friendly chat in a coffee shop. <laughs> it would have been good though if it said that and you just didn't mention it. You just sort of... Just just well, the reason about it was like, because I, I drink so much tea, I wanted a, a mug that really held like a pint's worth, but wasn't a pint glass. So there's a stall on Walton so Market. The only that people sells... that Dan Sports Direct, mate. Yeah, the only people that drink a pint of tea are nationalists on the home, aren't they? <laughs> the alt-right <laughs> souvenir shop. <laughs> there's a guy in Walton so Market who sells London souvenirs. And I saw this and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's going to hold nearly a pint of tea and it's massive. And I bought and you put two, it. And then, two tea bags in it, do you? No, no, just one tea bag. I always leave my tea bag in the tea as well. Ah. What, um, in, with normal tea, breakfast tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just got a grand my inhaler. That's fucking got, mental. Can never, can never get it strong enough. I love it. Because I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bag in on the uh, herbal tea world. Yeah, you see, I can't. I can't really get into herbal tea. I've really tried. It's and I just can't find work. any. Yeah, like it, peppermint doesn't, I don't really like peppermint tea. Right. I like, yeah, it's just I've, ne- I've never found one that doesn't, like the fruit ones as well. Do fruit ones are all shit. They're, but I mean, I remember, see who, somebody, again, somebody used to have a good routine about how fruit tea bags are just always just a lie. Like, they never, ever taste in, and uh, they smell so good. And then you put them in the water and you get like, one percent of the flavor yeah they're just uh, not great are they no I, not great at I, all i tend to drink like turmeric tea and sort of wanky ginger teas and stuff like that Ooh. I, have it. I got a black coffee from MacD just now oh fuck, that's all bad <laughs> i know what's it saying how is it you know what it's all right the coffee is it though i think it's starbucks apparently I mean, I'm not. I don't know where I got that from. Where I stand on chain coffee shops. I don't know why they're selling a competitor's coffee. That can't be right, can it? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, there's there's nothing you can eat at McDonald's either, is there? Apart from the fruit bag and the carrot. You can have the um, vegetarian burger, but with no mayo, which is not good. On the fries in the UK, McDonald's all right. It's just in overseas, they use like beef salt or something ah. beef's not vegan is it no, apparently not so, not really so they've changed it they've changed they've, they've changed the listings on it uh, <laughs> they're, they're quite strict on these vegan websites aren't they you can't eat beef <laughs> <laughs> i saw some cool vegan trainers yesterday i bought a pair of vegan adidas they've released a range of adidas oh um i've always exciting. wanted to get uh, a pair of sambas so i've wanted a pair that since vegan days and they've released them now just saw some really cool golas yesterday they've got a very vegan range now everyone's at it there'll be some vegan mm. no some nike air max and stuff are vegan as well just without they don't they don't bang on about it because they'll put people off really well there'll be people walking around in their air max and not realizing they're vegan people they are put off if it says vegan aren't they it's weird yeah because well, again, because they don't really get what it is, they hear the yeah. word. They think it means like a political movement or something. Yeah, which it can be if done right. But um, you know, it's yeah. It's, I think some people just have that aversion that it's you know it'd be like I don't know. If some, they, people that are obsessed with things being like woke or le- you know people that are just obsessive about cultural things. Yeah, hear the word vegan, they think, well, I'm not fucking paying for that. And it's like, mate. <laughs> You know, if you just you just ate a fucking blueberry, mate, that's vegan, isn't it? You knob. True. So, 
anyway, <laughs> I get annoyed when people assume veganism is a, uh, is a one big and like what do you call it, like a block. Everyone's different, isn't it? There's vegans in India who, you know, are sort of been doing it for thousands of years and wouldn't say they're vegan. They just have this got. I think Hindus are vegan, aren't they? Not all of them, but parts of it. There's there's, there's Jain Hindus. Um, there's a branch of them that are fucking extreme vegans. Like they 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 historically they won't eat at night by cat like they would have eaten by candlelight and that could draw flies in and stuff. They could fly into the flame. They wouldn't. Oh, walk wow! Okay, now. Oh, that's restrictive, isn't it? It is a bit restrictive. It'd be a good diet to have, I suppose, if you wanted to lose a few mm. pounds <laughs> to start putting crazy rules in. Yeah, I can only, uh, you know, can't eat when the wind's blowing in case a fly goes in my mouth. Um, I've just made that one up. That's not one of the Jane Hindus, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, what, so you're back. So let's talk, because last time we spoke to you, you were up in Lincolnshire. Um, early lockdown things. How's your workouts going? Oh, wow. Well, I thought of, because... I was very lucky to be in Lincolnshire with my boyfriend's family. They had like um, a little top, sort of gym room with weights in and uh, I've been using that. So I've been doing loads of, and I did really well. And then I thought I hit a thing where I was like, oh, nothing's happening now. So to... A plateau. What, when you say weights? Uh, trainer. What were you doing? What, deadlifts and stuff like that? Yeah, I was doing like deadlifts and, and uh, you know, dumbbells and stuff. And I was getting really strong and it was really working. And then since I got back and I've been back to the gym, I don't know, just something, I think there's something I need to do and I don't know where it is. So I've got, I'm going to see a personal trainer today, actually. How wicked. Because I I think I'm wasting time and money on a gym when I actually prefer exercising outside. Right. So if I can get somebody to guide me through it, cancel my gym membership and be outside and do it, I think that'll be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just something about being outside that makes it feel, I don't know. Good. Yes. I, fresh air. I, mean, I can't. Uh, uh, Less I've, COVID, isn't it? I've not done any exercise in, f- what is it now? Four months, three and a half months. Like really? nothing, you're, literally nothing. But you're in good shape anyway, you, I think. You, you're quite, I was getting, I, you, I'm, you I'm, look I'm, quite strong. I can relative. I weirdly, yeah, when I when I exercise, I'm like when I start sort of back on the weights and stuff. I tend to pick it up again quite quick, but I still just I'm I'm so achy. And I tell you, that's what happens when you when you get to like near forty or forty or above forty, is the moment you, you're not dreading doing it, it, man. Well, you're not <laughs> dreading it five years ago, um, <laughs> but when you stop, the moment you stop, if you do anything, your joints and shit just go. Well, that's it, mate. I'm gonna start clenching up until death mm. like, i did squats I, the other day for the first time I, I haven't been able to even today i can't walk properly like, i'm <laughs> i'm i'm fucked but did you go too heavy that's always the way if you haven't I done went it half while, the way i was it. doing before lockdown half. half well near i did like two thirds of the way i was doing before lockdown and um I, I'm fucked like, how I could many have, what was your how many what sets were you don't doing? embarrass myself by how light it was but I like the next day I was all right, and then the day after it was bad. Then the day after that, I couldn't even, I can't even get out of my car properly. <laughs> like, I was fucked. Getting out like road, a road, a bus is coming, and I Leonardo can't. DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street getting out the Lamborghini, you know, he's just crawling out. Well, I, I had to put my hand on my leg just to show people that I'm like, I'm like as, as if I broke my leg or something. Well, you do that, yeah, when you sort of put your hand on your back, like, yes. Yeah, you have to, don't you? Because otherwise, I'm just like an annoying, slow walking guy. <laughs> In front of them, you know what I mean? 
Uh, <laughs> brutal, man. It, it's kind of a good pain as well, though. Yeah. Have you ever walked? Have you ever walked anywhere with Sean Walsh? Sorry, just remind it. He's got the he's the slowest walking human being I've ever met. Like, I'm not even messing around. Like, do you know what most people's normal walking pace is? Then you get people. I walk on the fast side of normal. Like I'm a little bit pacey. I'm a little bit on the pacey side. Yeah, yeah I'm quite a fast walker. Yeah. Um, but then some people obviously slightly slower and they stroll. Sean, like I'd say, take a slow walk and then halve it. Like it's fucking it's so hard to walk at his pace. Like it's genuinely difficult to stay to be. <laughs> you have to just slow. keep stopping. Yeah. Like, like you every like you're with say, a child. Every twenty paces, you find yourself two meters in front of him, and you sort of have to stop. It's really hard. Anyway, vented <laughs> about his walking, but um, but yeah, that's it's that thing though. But it's not because it's not the weight that, that's caused your injuries. It's just the fact that you haven't used those muscles in four months, five months. I was doing squats with no weights a little bit at home, but there's it just still it doesn't feel like that warmed me up, man. I was yeah. fucked. But it's just when you haven't done any exercise in so long. I played golf two weeks ago, and that is just walking and swinging a pretty light thing. Uh, for four hours and I was absolutely fucked the next day like I was fucked like I'd done a PT session or something it's good you burn though, a lot of calories in golf don't you apparently because huh? it burns a lot of calories golf doesn't it well I mean it is pretty walk like you know over a round of golf you'll easily walk like 15k or something like that don't you get a caddy one of those tr- vans what are they little that's a golf cars club. caddy's the oh, person that, that's it oh, the professionals yeah. have that carries their clubs and gives oh, them yeah. advice on what clubs get one of them <laughs> uh, um, i've never had a caddy and he's i've not i don't play you'd have like, to pay wouldn't you yeah yeah like fancy otherwise it's slavery that. yeah <laughs> got, got a little you your, kid it just comes do you around. have your own golf club yeah yeah I've got, I've got, I've, yeah, I'm actually, I'm all right at golf. I used to, I played a lot when I was a kid, so I got good when I was young and then stopped for 20 years, but still have the sort of residual understanding of it to play now. Yeah, there's quite I a play, few comedians that play golf, isn't there? There's actually a now newly McCaffrey's formed. McCaffrey's bang into it, isn't he? He loves it. Yeah. And he's actually, McCaffrey's improvement, I'm going to give him this credit, like it, McCaffrey, when he first picked up, you know, started playing a few years back, he was like, you know, all over the shop. Like, you know what I mean? He had a terrible looking swing and everything, but just because every new golfer does. And then within a couple of years, he's got, you know, he's decent, man. He's, you know, he's really, he's really put the effort in. But um, and Andrew Ryan, there's loads. Andrew Ryan is, yeah. the, I'd say, he's currently, good. out of all the comedians I know, Andrew Ryan is the tastiest golfer. He's spent a lot of, he's, that's a lot. he's got he's a always, good posture, isn't he? He's always doing lessons. He's really put a lot of work in. I've played like I played with him a couple of weeks ago. Tw- I played with him twice in recent weeks, and he just yeah, he just really plays all the time. And I've just not got the effort to. I've also got a baby. Imagine like mm. that's a, have you ever have you seen um, Hannah Gadsby's show Douglas? Oh, I've not seen it yet. All oh, right, she, she she's got a routine about if you've got a young family and you play golf, you're a cunt. <laughs> it's, like, it's really funny, um, but also I do feel quite attacked by it. Um, you're allowed to... to have a bit of time out. I know you? she's taking it to an extreme for comedic purposes. <laughs> I think it's a genuine <laughs> attack on people, um, and also she Hannah uh, is herself actually a very good golfer. Um, she's, she was a she was a very good amateur golfer back in the day. Um, well, she, yeah. she doesn't play anymore because otherwise you know <laughs> I've not just released some sort of scandal be on the front page of Chortle <laughs> and a Gadsby golfer um, but so yeah it's a funny routine check it out everyone um, so now you're back in London so what's the so what was it like lockdown up there compared to lockdown down here 
just down here, it's not really happened, is it? No one's locked down at all. <laughs> no, they're not. So I was a bit shocked when I came back. So I was obviously in Lincolnshire, boyfriend's family. They live in the middle of nowhere. They've got a nice house, big garden, fields at the back. And his boyfriend's dad um, was is an ex-army man. So he was a major in the army. Yeah. And he's he's a lovely bloke, but he, he took coronavirus That's, so seriously. Is, which it, is it too personal to ask what his surname is? So I was like army names, like Major... Basically Marshall. Reason, Major Marshall. That's yeah. also a army title, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What Marshall, what's it? French for something, isn't it? Marshall, I can't remember. I don't know. There was a Marshall in the army, yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like it's just um, two titles with no name. Major Marshall. So he, but he took it so seriously, which he should have done, coronavirus and everything. So he was like disinfecting everything. Oh, so any, any shopping that came in, he put it in the quarantine shed and then he disinfected it. And then what? he took it so, yeah, so seriously, a quarantine right? shed. He had a quarantine shed, yeah. So he's taking it dead seriously. And really appreciated that because I was like, oh, because I, I felt so far removed from it that it was like, because I was in the middle of nowhere and, you know, I don't know, it just felt really strange. And then, when I actually went into a shop, I'd not been in a shop for like two and a half, three months, and everything just seemed massive, and it just seemed really weird, like just doing something normal. Yeah, yeah, and then when yeah. I came back to London, I was like, oh, fuck, nobody's doing anything here. Everyone's just carrying on as normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. There's no, there's no difference whatsoever. And especially like, when, I, especially going to the pub, I was, because I was a bit nervous about going to the pub, because I love going to the pub, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I should be going. And then when I have been, I'm just like, you can't, you cannot social distance. In a no, of course you can't. It's, nobody's it's doing absolutely. it. Nobody's making the effort to do it. And it's, it just doesn't work. No. It just doesn't but work. What's, where, do you, what's, where are you on the spectrum of like, because I know some people are hardcore, you know, pro mask, everything like, or I know some people are anti and a bit mental, but you know, I've found myself definitely in the, you know, I'm I'm somebody who's like I'll wear a mask because everyone's fucking wearing them, and I don't want to be that wanker. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Obviously, once I'm in a shop, I'll wear it because I agree with the sort of concept of right. If anyone's got it, at least this will slightly sort of dampen the ability for it to come out. But also at the yeah. same time, I do think you know. I the moment I walk out of shop, I whack that mask off. You know, what I mean, I've seen people still walking down the street with them, and I'm like, you're in open air, mate. What do you think happen? I, so, I've had it. Oh, look at the dog in that lovely. Hello. Um, <laughs> Oh, look. Um, what's it called? Rags. Oh. Um, I'll wear a mask. Rags. It's called Rags <laughs> What is it? Just Rags is just, a, this is not short for anything? No. Okay. Oh. It's because it looks um, yeah. all raggy and homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah, I do wear a mask, and I think, you know, if you can, you should. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like everything feels too late. Like it's yes. like, oh, you've got to wear a mask now on the from this day. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have been doing it from the start, really, shouldn't we? It's like I was wearing one at the start quite quickly. Yeah, but you were quite quick on it actually. I was using I my pants one. for about three weeks. <laughs> I remember, I remember the pants era. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> good though. No one knew they were pants. But just you did, like, which is the main, most important me. person. Wretching <laughs> <laughs> as I'm walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, rather than my own, really. just breathing in loads of shit particles that's great isn't it <laughs> but apparently um, the mask i mean fauci he's the like the head isn't he of like whatever a virologist or whatever in a, like he's trump's advisor on it all but he um he was saying that masks don't stop it at first and then he had one on i mean it's so contradictory isn't it well, I think, I think the masks just make people well. feel a bit better so that's also else. that's the main reason i'm wearing one because 
you can see people are still well on edge, man, and you just want to make them feel a bit. And that, together with and if, social distancing and washing your hands, bring the odds yeah. right down as well. Exactly, and also you have to do people, everything. Like, I live in an area that is very, like you know, rough and ready, and sort of working class part of London. And you know, there's a lot of people here. You know, I've seen old people that you know they've still got to go out and do their shopping every few days with their trolley mm. and all that. And, like, they ain't got no one who can do it for them. And they're in masks, and like you can tell they're sort of scared because they might be high risk, or whatever. Mm. I don't want to be the prick walking in like, no, it's my right. I don't need to wear a fucking mask, do I? Sneezing yeah. in their face. Yeah, just because I'm healthy. So, like, I think there is an element of just don't be a knob about it. Even yeah, though exactly. I think it's that's also to protect other people, not ourselves, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I found that out, I stopped wearing one. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Just lost motivation for it, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> what's Walthamstow? You're in Walthamstow. What's that like? Is it busy or is it sort of... Yeah, well, it's, it's not as busy as usual. It's definitely a little bit quieter. Um, but, like, the market's still up and running now and nobody's really wearing masks on the market because it's outside, but I always do. Um, shopping centre's quite busy. It just it what, does that feel... Westfield? No, that's up, that's up near towards Stratford, isn't it? It's a bit uh, yeah, that's towards Stratford. We've got a we've got a little shop. I don't know what it's called actually. Just a little shopping centre, you know, with a sports direct and a JD Sports and yes. all that. Argos. Uh, yeah, there's an Argos. A couple yeah. of clusters. Yeah, betting shops, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there's a Pret actually. That's a new addition. Um, but it's, nice. Yeah. So, but it, it's weird because, as I say, it does feel back to normal, but not at the same time. So, like, I've been on the tube quite a lot, and it, that is so quiet. It's yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. That, I got on the tube for the first time that Sunday. We did that gig. And I know it wasn't that Sunday. It was when I did a gig on Friday. I got on the tube for the first time. I've not been on a tube dead. yet, actually. Absolutely really. dead. And it was that thing yeah. as well where, like, you know, I don't know what's the rules on masks on tubes. Because, like, I got on with my mask I think, on. I think and there was no one else on the carriage. And I did pop it off because it was very warm. But oh, was, yeah. If no, if no one else is on, I think you can, if you're on your own, you can take it off. But you supposed Don't to lick it the seeds. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God, the part, of that that. Just, <laughs> the part of that just made me feel really queasy. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think because reco- I've been listening, I've had my AirPods on all the time I've been on the tube, and it was only yesterday when I went on one that I didn't have them in. And that, it's the first time I'd heard that message that they keep playing, like, to wear your mask. And, oh, right, and I, was I like, didn't even oh, this is. Yeah, I was like, this is weird, isn't it? And, and they also before. say some people have got like hidden disabilities that can't wear yeah. them, so don't have a go at people for not wearing them and stuff. Well, that's, that's, there's definitely that, as much as I think, you know. What disability can't I you wear like, a mask for, I, though? I don't like the people who are vocally like, I'm not wearing a mask, it's fucking, yeah. or, you know. It's 5G, mate. 5G and Illuminati <laughs> telling you what to do. But also, the flip side, I, I saw a video some girl shared of her on a tube platform getting shouted at by some big fucking idiot in a mask. He, he had a mask on, it was like, he was a big lad as well, and it only it was he was such a big guy. It only it just about covered there, and like just about covered under his mouth. And it was a proper full size yeah, mask. So his giant must face have been like features. That. And he's shouting her, calling her a cunt and stuff, and not wearing a mask. And I was just like, that is so not. You know, mm. he's not doing a good thing being he's nah. being that guy. Do you know what I mean, he's not doing a public service. He's still being a fucking idiot. I so think I don't it's like, like um, with lanyards on that say that they're exempt from wearing masks i've seen a couple of those people around 
Because Bill what? Gates is a pedo. That's what mine says. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates is a pedo selling 5G. On the back, it's just got because Bill Gates is a pedo. <laughs> All like official stuff on the front. This <laughs> makes no sense. There's no link whatsoever. <laughs> so that's what, yeah, I know I'm actually what? exempt because Bill Gates is a pedophile. <laughs> um, on any information board on the back of it, it just says, because Bill Gates is a pedo. Uh, <laughs> Please stand on the right because Bill Gates is a pedo. <laughs> oh shit i am um, but yeah because do you know any people that have gone off the sort of deep end of into that weird business i don't actually and i'm quite there's been a couple of i've seen a couple of people on facebook which i don't really go on that much saying a few wacky things but i've been like the kind of the people that i've expected really but other than that there's no, a couple I've, of comics all over it isn't there yeah, which is I'll, a weird... I won't name that's... Craig Campbell because I might get yeah. <laughs> backlash. <laughs> I mean, he... that is one of the people that I was like... And, and actually, I had to actually... Um, I, I sort of got rid of him off there because he was saying a few things that I was a bit like, oh, I don't need this in my life. This isn't yeah. good. Um, and you kind of get concerned for someone's mental health, don't you? Especially when yeah. uh, you think, oh, wow, I don't need, don't need this around. So, but this is why that... I'm always hesitant to it, like attack anyone online who's mm. going off on one about something you never know what they're me. going through like when they're not, not, not i think excuses. if somebody starts like some racist rant or something you know i'm also not that sort of person that goes you know guys he's probably got some mental health problems like yeah but he's, mental health problems don't excuse you being a twat but like yeah, exactly yeah. um i also am very quick i'm not quick i, I never just go on the attack because i'm like well you know they clearly are going through something i do like watching a fight though it's yeah cool <laughs> Just through a bush, mate. Just having a little, just from afar. Never ever get involved, but be watching everything, mate. Accidentally, like ah. <laughs> That's the I. Do you know what? Do you know you can unlike if you unlike it quick enough, it doesn't show up on the timeline. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. I found Good that out. Yeah, I found out because um, once I was showing some comedian friends in Edinburgh. It was in, it was in the uh, Pleasant's Courtyard. I was showing them a tweet by another comedian. And mm-hmm. just, we were all laughing about, oh, what a prick. What a prick we weren't. We were just sort of being a bit drunken and mean about someone who'd said something really worthy and shit online. And then uh, Matt Ford hit the like <laughs> on my phone. And it was like, and it was like oh you know, we're God. talking like one in, the, one in the morning. Clearly it would have been a drunken, oh, look at this div, like. Oh, God. So I quickly unliked it. And then, it, uh, yeah, sort of I looked into it and apparently, yeah, it can you if you unlike it, it's, um, you get away with it. That's good to know. Yeah. It was a funny prank, though. When Matt hit that, everyone just lost their shells. Like, That's that funny. Very funny. <laughs> like, uh, and turn your phone off quickly. <laughs> Grab your phone and just, just throw, throw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> just put it in, under your foot, smash it, and just run off into the fucking... To find an ...into the meadows cafe. and just hang yourself. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Just um, walk into the lock. Are you, were, you, were you due to do Edinburgh this year, Rachel? No, this was the one year that I'd gone not going. Wow. So, yeah, I, I was sort of like, because around Christmas time, I was like, oh, I should go to Edinburgh, I don't want to go to Edinburgh. And then I made my decision in, like, early January. I was like, I'm definitely not going. And I felt great. And then this happened, so, uh, yeah. Kind of feel a bit disappointed, really. Kind of want this, to smash. It's annoying. This is my first, I'm, obviously, I was going to do it, but, like, and it got cancelled. And so now this is my first summer not in Edinburgh. Technically, mm. since two thousand nice with the baby, though, isn't it? Oh wow! Well, yeah, because two thousand and four, I went up as a punter. Two thousand and five, 
I just started doing open spots. You went up as a reviewer. (laughs) (laughs) Went up as a dealer. And then um, 2005, I popped up just to see it as an open spot. So I heard about it. And then 2006, I did a free fringe show with some mates. I never heard about Edinburgh, the city I did, but not the festival before I, until I became... Till I did stand up. Uh, it wasn't until I yeah, it wasn't until I got interested in Sam started watching it in two thousand and three. Then I went up to watch some shows. I did. So you think you're Good. funny one year, but that was only I only went up for one night. And did what? Died on my ass and came home. <laughs> that, that's exactly the same experience I have. Yeah, I absolutely died a death at the <laughs> So you think you're funny semi final? Like to the point of I was like, what am I doing? It was yeah, yeah. it was horrendous, and like it was so bad that. Even the next day, and, and even then, like, because I didn't know what I didn't know what the Edinburgh Fringe was. It's weird because I knew what the Perrier was, but I didn't know what yeah. the Fringe was. And What's then it someone used to get said, reported in the paper. I remember reading in yeah, the, yeah. the paper the winner of the Perrier, but I didn't understand it. Yeah, I didn't understand it. And then someone said to me, "Oh, I bet when I first started out stand up, he said, oh, I bet I've no doubt you'll be taking a show to Edinburgh one day.'" And I was thinking, "What are they on about?" Yeah. I didn't know what they were talking about. And Take then you find out what of, it is. Loads of cities, actually. <laughs> That's the plan. I might tour. <laughs> but then when I went and did the So You Think You're Funny semi-final, I'd only been gigging about three months, I think. And even then, I didn't understand what the festival was. So I just went to the Gilded Balloon and did the gig and then went back to an hotel. <laughs> it's a tough room, isn't it, for a new act, that room? Was it in the big room, okay. the, the ballroom, whatever it's called? The ballroom, yeah. I think so, yeah. The nightclub, the nightclub. Oh, the nightclub is downstairs. Nightclub, yeah, that's the one. It's yeah. horrible. Really horrible. Oh, yeah. It's, uh... I took an L, man, and then just came home on the plane. <laughs> so, oh, it's a horrible, <laughs> even the name of that competition. If you have a bad gig, it really rubs it in. So, you it? think yeah. you're funny? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not. Go <laughs> oh, fuck off. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. I didn't even get through the first round of So You Think You're Funny. I did it. It was like my second or third gig. And um, I remember me and Imran Yusuf were in the same heat. I think it was like 2005, and um, oh mate, I just I had an all right gig, but I was so new and shit and didn't know what was mm-hmm. happening. And then um, I don't even know if Imran got through. I think yeah, he but... was a machine. But I did Edinburgh with him actually in 2008. We did a, like a mixed billing. He was a machine back then, wasn't he? Like just yeah, he was just so like he knew he was... every single gear. Yeah, you know how to do like four gigs a night in London. Well, that was and it. Show like, you I was the doing map, the route. I was doing my third gig there. in like five months, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm really starting to pick it up now." I'm doing like one every six weeks, and he was just like <laughs> getting some like, momentum. Yeah, he was like doing one a night in London. He's like, t- and he was talking about honing his five to do a sort of do the store and all this shit. And I was like, "I don't know what you're saying, man. I've just got to get up and try and not die for five minutes. Just got up and not cry for fucking yeah. three minutes." It was just, it was so funny. Like, what? Yeah, the people that really just quickly. I suppose it, I remember doing a gig with um, what was her name? Was it Anna Crilly, who's an Afghan oh, actor yeah. as well? She um, and she asked me how long I'd been going, and I'd been going like a year at this point. And um, and she went, oh great, like uh, same same here. And I went, oh wicked, how many gigs have you done? And she had done like something mental, like a hundred gigs. She was like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've sort of been really doing it. And then she asked me how many I'd done. I think I'd done twelve or something like that. I think I'd really just, I didn't understand that you were meant to do loads of gigs. I thought like I was doing like one a month and like writing. Step mine up because of what Imran was doing. Like, and um, oh fuck, man, it was yeah, I was. And then I then I learned I'd do actual 
try and write some material that you're going to do again and make it better. And <laughs> Would you just do month. different material each at first? Early doors, I did it. Yeah, in them early five. That's such a good way to start, though. I had the same six minutes for about a year. You've still got that six minutes. And, <laughs> That's what you're talking about. This, and now I close on it. <laughs> <laughs> now I do crab work and then close on that. <laughs> No, but it is that. I think, yeah, but I just did that because I didn't know. I wrote, I wrote a whole new set coming back from So You Think You're Funny, actually. Really? Yeah, like... <laughs> That's a bad gig when you write a whole new set on the train home. <laughs> I remember being at Gatwick. I think... It, and I saw Johnny Depp there with... Um, <laughs> with He just walked past me. Nobody knew it was him. Right. With... What's her name? Uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, right. I don't know what... Yeah, good story, mate. <laughs> Was he tall? I can't remember. I don't think he's tall. It wasn't particularly no. tall. He's not a tall, tall guy. I think he's quite short. I reckon Kira Knight is yeah. relatively tall. But they were, they were just, they, they both walked past me at the airport. I caught her eye. Obviously, she was checking me out, but like, not really. But like, I, I caught her eye and she obviously saw that I, I don't know. And then they went, they walked past, but there was loads of people around not knowing who they were. Yeah, it was just a bit surreal. I was like, "The fun." I stopped and looked back, and the the lift door shut on both of their faces, and she just was looking at me. They're probably so famous that, like, that again, they walk through somewhere so public that most people would think, "Well, it's obviously not them." Yeah, yeah. So it's almost yeah. like they've gone through the other side of fame, where like they can, they're literally people will almost leave them alone because they just don't believe. Like, well, it's obviously not just a couple of people look like them. He's going for a big court um, case at the moment, isn't he? In London. Oh yeah, he's a. Uh... That's been uh, interesting, hasn't it? I've not really. I've sort of. I wish like, they could f- do it like film the court like they do in America. I'd watch that. Well, I don't know. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, isn't that why they're doing it? They're probably doing it here, so they don't have to be fucking filmed. Oh yeah, that's probably. Oh no, it's because it's the son, isn't it? He's suing the son. It's the son it? he's suing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Calling him a wife beater. Right. Um, right. What's the latest on that? Do anyone know? Anyone? Well, apparently, that? Amber Heard is, is accused Amber Heard of um, shitting in their bed. Well, that's if, that's happened. A, if that's wrong, I don't Sue want to sue me. Be <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I mean, there's so many. I think the pair of them are just alcoholic and a bit drug addled. And I think I've read a few headlines here and there, and it's they're kind of slating Amber Heard off, but I've not read the stories. They're, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's a good, good way to take in information. Yeah, so that and then I go and spread rumours in pubs. <laughs> That's the best way to take in news in the modern age, mate. Um, but it's, I oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard it's sort of, there seems to be a lot of, they're both just fucking gross, essentially. Yeah, they both just, I think they both just unhinged. Because I've heard he's for a long time just like a pissed up mess. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of them. I can't say names on here, but there's like, I've heard stories about celebrities where they apparently they are just like behind closed doors, a disgusting, you know, wrecks of people just, you know, would like are shitting themselves all the time and just like, because oh. they're so drunk, drinking drug addled, but they can just turn it on in public and act like they're fine. Oh, it's depressing, isn't it? It is great, yeah, because, you know, shows my mm. buy your happiness. I might switch my internet <laughs> over. To a different provider. To my, na- my neighbour's one. <laughs> a bit busy at the minute to call fucking virgin internet, mate. <laughs> Hello, I've got a problem. <laughs> you got any deals going? <laughs> It'd be round at four. <laughs> I'm just going to switch it over. It's going to freeze. 
All right, cool. I'm going to try and play it, put a good face while it freezes. <laughs> you love a bit of admin. Mid. There he goes. He, just loves it. he always does a bit of admin at some point. Ask what he's doing. He'll be like, I'm just uh, sorting something out. It's like, can you there we go. Focus up? <laughs> Has the copper bottle. It's all right. I've, I've rem- I keep remembering now to leave some in the bottom so it stays charged, whatever it is, bollocks it is. What is it? It's just a copper drinking bottle that is meant to be, it's meant to put good stuff in the water for you. It's, oh. it's hippie stuff, isn't it? And then his GP gave it, gave him, to, gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you might, you've always got to leave a bit of water in it it's when you never finish it, otherwise, because it's oh. meant to stay. I don't know. Okay. Very unhygienic, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but then Julian pointed out that, well, someone who pointed out? Stephen someone, Geary pointed it out. Stephen Geary pointed out that um, water pipes coming into your house are copper, so why would you need to put it in a bottle? Oh. It's one of them bits of logic where you're like, I can't argue with that. And you've just done Can't argue with that. I'm going to get my money back. the fact that I've got a really expensive copper drinking bottle. <laughs> Well, it looks nice. It does look nice, doesn't it? But it's got a very <laughs> annoying lid. The lid is very um, quite tight and difficult to get back on, and it makes noises at night when you're trying to drink quietly to open a <laughs> open a squeaky bottle lid. Do you um, put tap water in it? Yeah. That's what, what, what am I meant to put? What do you mean, like instead of mineral? As water? opposed to like bottled water. Yeah. No, just tap water. I'm all right with tap water. <laughs> cool. Yeah, what's your? Some people are. I know, no, I, I know some people that yeah, dead against it. But um, I drink, uh, I drink a lot of um, fizzy water. Have you? Do you make your own? Who was it? Who was talking to that had a soda? I was chatting somebody had a soda straw. That's what I'm going to do. So you can obviously you you can only get it and it's always in plastic bottles and you're like constantly recycling them. I was like, why not just get a soda stream and then I can make my own? So I think I'm going to do that. Comedian Kieran Boyd. We did a gig together on Sunday. Uh, not Sunday, so Thursday, and he had a big soda stream bottle that he'd had with his own sparkling water. He said he's been doing it all. Right, you flavour it and stuff. Yeah, that's what's. Do you remember oh, soda yeah. streams from back in the day? I never had one. I know what they were. Yeah, yeah, I never had one. My cousins had one. I was well jealous. They just my cousins always orange. had stuff that like that that I'd see adverts for. It's funny because yeah, my out of like my cousins. Sort of oh, like so, my mum and her sisters have all got like kids and stuff dotted around. And my dad's got sisters and they got kids, but they're different. Like we never we didn't hang out with them as much. But yeah, they were like my parents were the poorest ones of all of them, and it was shit. So we go over to their houses and they all had cool stuff. And they come to ours and we'd have just all this moody crap. I, I remember like once my mum bought me a pair of matchstick trainers and I was so sad. Oh. They were so shit. They were so shit. <laughs> Do you ever remember yeah. matchstick trainers? I've I never got them. like. Uh, I never. If I got something that was like the cool thing, like I remember I got a pair of kickers when I was in year seven. But my gran and my mum had like clubbed together to get me those for my yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had those shoes all the way through to year eleven. You've still got them on now. And yeah, and I, well, I still had my, I had a blazer in year seven that. I didn't, that my mum bought too big for me to sort of grow into it and I didn't grow anymore. I had the same blazer all the way through school. Like, it was still too big for me. So I had these shoes that I had all the way through my school life and this jacket that I'd been bought in year seven. It was, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. but for you, that, you kind of appreciate it now when you... It's, it's, I, why, yeah, yeah. it's why I love buying shoes and clothes. Like, I've got this real thing about it because, you know, my parents, it was this weird one where... 
like every now and again, that sort of my dad would get hold of a bit of money, and it was like, let's not ask how that came to be. But like, then I'd suddenly get a pair of Air Jordans. It was like, fucking yes, mate. It's exactly, basically, it was probably, um, let's be honest, benefit fraud, right? But do you know what I mean? Like, it was that that sort of that's a classic sort of poor people existence, isn't it? Get a bit of money, spunk a it, crisis it, loan, but just everything <laughs> you spend, spend it all quickly on it, something because it's you know you know it's finite and then then just be poor again for ages mm. which is you know no way to live but it was fine except for when i had to wear matchsticks <laughs> um while you've turned your camera to sit what, what's that behind you julian what's that pink thing oh that two surfboards mate what <laughs> Have you got two surfboards behind you? I'm just going to get into surfing next lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my house. This is uh, my children's house. Yeah, I know. I'm aware, I know. I'm aware of that. Oh but... yeah, I've said that. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. Why have you? I'm dog got... sitting, what, and I've said it's... I'll paint the hallway and the bathroom, and I'm really regretting saying that. Have you not started? I've sugars. I don't even know what sugar soap is, but I've done some of that. Yeah. And, it's annoying. Uh, painting on your own is hard, man. Like, I've got so much to do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes ages. My, um, my mate was trying to paint his mum's house uh, in lockdown, and it was taking him so long, he ended up having to sh- call in the guard, me and another mate had to go around and help him out. Yeah, I was oh. thinking of doing that. I did get a quote for, some, for someone to do it in two days. I'm like... The quote was, do it yourself, you lazy gun. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> 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 no <laughs> um it's yeah it's really it's, it's painting is a deceivingly long-winded job unless you I buy know. It, or you can hire one of those electric uh rollers where the paint goes up a tube into the roller so it, you can literally just go oh really quick I mean, it's only a small bathroom, and uh, but I have to do. I mean, I would like to do a good job. Otherwise, I'll get. I don't know. I just feel like I have to. <laughs> okay, it's very good of you. Um, right, we should probably wrap it up in a sec. Is there any other business? Anyone? Are there anyone? any painter and decorators out there that can? Uh, I'm sure we might have some paint. I, mean, I don't know. I'll if give. I'll pay you if it's reasonable. Going to listen to two vegan idiots podcast. Can we release this one today just for that? I am, actually, I'm thinking, I will, I'll release this one tonight, I think. Um, Painter and decorators in North Greenwich would be handy. A couple yeah. of days' work, maybe one day. <laughs> That's it. That's what they want. Is a, not I'll just be sitting on really the sofa watching Netflix, <laughs> watching serial killer documentaries. I'll just be sitting there, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> um, what have, you, so have you been doing your podcast during lockdown at all? We have, yeah. yeah. We have, and we've been doing it over Zoom, but recording it on our iPhones. What we found out, the most uh, annoying thing, because obviously I'm in London, Kimmy's in Wales, so we've been meeting up to keep recording the podcast, but now we've found out it actually sounds better if we just record it on our phones. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been the most annoying. We're like, this is unbelievable. So we put out a good few episodes and stuff. So you've decided to never meet in person again? Well, this is it. I was just like, well, I mean, I think the last time I actually physically saw Kiri was in february when we did a gig together in dublin yeah so Is that one of your it? tour shows yeah one of the old killer tour shows yeah so that since then it's i mean obviously I speak to her every day and stuff but so what do you do on the tour shows it's like a live pod is it well we never record it because i've got this thing where i think a live show should just be a live show do you know what yeah, i mean i don't because yeah, yeah. you, you don't have to worry about what you're saying then you don't have to worry about you know 
sorting the recording out and that. Yeah. And or then, getting shit faced on stage. Yeah, exactly. All these things. And we yeah, we just pick a different serial killer and do it do it like we do like a normal episode, but dressed a bit better and with more interaction. The Piers Morgan thing I was watching last night. I don't know why. It, I don't know why oh it rela- relaxes me. I can turn my back to night. it and just hear about it, and I like it's something about it relaxes me. Do you know what? I, I was watching it. I watched one about the Kansas City Strangler. I think it was, and I can't remember the other guy that, that was on. But I just thought it was like. I mean, I'm not. I don't feel sorry for serial killers, but it's like to me, it felt like Piers Morgan bullies serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about you do empathise with humans, obviously, even when they're like that. And that's what's a bit odd about it, isn't it? I just don't know what he was trying to achieve. And I was like, why is Piers Morgan thinking he's going to get something out of these people? He's not a professional interrogator. He's not a psychologist or he's not, you know, yeah, he's not got any of the skills you would need to. Yeah. And and also the the other side of it is, I think, you know, even if these serial killers suddenly decide, oh, I'm going to admit everything and I'm going to discuss all the crimes, it's like, why are you giving them another chance to talk about what they did? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they, they've, they've had every opportunity and they've done what they've done. You should just be left in prison. And a lot of them ham it up. Like they exaggerate, mm. even though they did kill two women, they say they killed 20. Yeah, So they yeah. want to be the best at it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't... Uh, I just, yeah, because it's so weird. Like, I just don't know where it was... Because at one point you went, I'm not a psychologist. And it's like, well, why are you doing this then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I've not watched it because yeah. I'll definitely watch more tonight. It's, um, I'm not, yeah, I'm going to watch a couple more. Him, not, I can't really. <laughs> I know he's had a bit of a renaissance during lockdown. And everyone's suddenly like, you know, at least now he's, you know, sort of being more even-handed. But I just, I can't. It's his voice and his general demeanor. I can't oh, get. Yeah, not, I don't really think anything of him to be honest. I don't. I really don't mind watching any. it. It's quite entertaining. But uh, yeah, it's like I don't, I don't feel any two ways either. Mm. It's just like a, yeah. I just I watch I watch someone nice like Louis Theroux. That's what I want to watch. <laughs> I mean, he's the best, isn't he? Because yeah, he's because he's, he's disarming. That's what you want. Yeah. I don't want somebody who goes in wanting to be the sort of alpha male in the room. That that's not yeah yeah, yeah. no way to interview anyone. Like the trick is to be underplay underplay it. And he almost plays it. dumb, but he's he's very intelligent, isn't he? Totally. Louis? He's doing it. Yeah, he's aware Reminds of his me of me. demeanor. He's super self-aware about how they view him. They'll see him as a nerdy, sort of like Jewish bloke just there. And then they can just... Is he Jewish? Have I just made that up? He's not actually, is Is he not Jewish? No, no, I don't think he is. It's always a suit. When he was doing that... I thought he was a Jew. I don't mind him now. Not really. (laughs) The White Supremacy uh, documentary. Love Jews, He said He said you might assume that I'm Jewish, but I'm not. Yeah, he just it a bit. He did one recently on um, people in hospices, and I thought, oh, this sounds bleak, but it's really interesting. Like people in their last few weeks of life, and like young people as well, and they got like stage four, and the doctors go in, and there's nothing they can do, and they're trying stuff, and then they just we're just going to make you comfortable. Sounds bleak, but there was something. It was just it was just a nice watch for some reason. Make comfortable means like medicate and do stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, like we're going to make you comfortable as in, yeah, it's it's over, mate. We're going to buy you a nice cosy coffin. (laughs) Oh, fucking (laughs) hell. But it was, um, 
but it sounded really bleak and i thought oh god can't i was thinking can't can't louis can't louis do so i'd prefer him to do something about like some another subject but it was really fascinating yeah he used to be he used to live around the corner i think he's still got a house around the corner from me and um go to my local coffee shop but Ooh, have you seen him in there yeah but he now lives in la for the last like four mm-hmm. years he's lived in la so. Well, he's half American, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, he's, he's the Thiru- yeah. part of the Theroux family is actually a big, yeah, sort of, um, entertainment family, isn't it? Justin, Are they? Theroux, Justin Theroux is his cousin, the actor, mm. married to Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. There we go. I didn't know that. Very good actor. He's in my favourite ever television show, The Leftovers. Never Ooh. heard of it. Okay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> just watching uh, clips of Curb Your Enthusiasm just now. It's so funny. Just watch the actual show. Stop watching I can't clips. find it anywhere. Where is it? It's all, it's all on Now TV, which is the Sky. I'll have to thing. subscribe to another thing. Get You can get a week free pass, mate. Sign up. For Might do that and just up. binge it and say, ah, oh, not ready for me. <laughs> that's what everyone does, mate. That's what, that's what I do with pretty much every app on my phone. Sign up for a year's thing and I'll be like, seven day free. And I'll put a reminder in my phone. Six days and 23 hours later, I'm on my phone like fucking trying to desperately cancel with direct debit. I think subscribing to things is good, though. We don't want to put patrons off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but patrons do stick with it because uh, you get some... Yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Get an actual, <laughs> you get great access to loads of... Patron.com slash two vegan idiots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 70 quid a day. <laughs> it's the minimum. It's the minimum, but you get, you get a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not allowed to uh, leave. It's a 12-month contract. <laughs> That's what we got. Um, I don't know if has anyone done that. Have you got a Patreon for your podcast? Yeah, yeah, we've got a Patreon. And we what never... Do they, what do they get? Nothing. Well, this is it, because we don't have adverts or anything. <laughs> and neither, I mean, neither do you. It's a niche know, one. terrible. So we've always said we we're going to keep it ad-free, and we've never really pushed the um, Patreon. But then over lockdown... Um, we sort of all got together in this little group that they're all in, the, the listeners, and said, oh, we should contribute more because, you know, they're not working at the minute and stuff like that. And then it was really nice. We put, That's nice. We've had so many more uh, pages. But, yeah, I think I think the news as well, it's like when you don't have adverts, people are more likely to just contribute anyway, I think. Well, that's it, it makes we've such got, a difference. Yeah, because we do stuff. We put like a couple of uh, sort of video, po- just ones with me and Julian chat during the week, and then we put that on the Patreon. We do... Like we did a lot of sort of Zoom Q and A the other day, and we did some four of those back. now, haven't we? They're, yeah. they're fun. We put up the live pod that we did at the Vaults Festival, so we just put some extra stuff on there, and they get the videos to the podcast as well, <laughs> where yeah. the audios release generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some um, people like it. Um, so mm. we give extras. It's but a like nice actually, little community. Join I think our most community. people, most patrons, I think, just sign up because they want to help support yeah. the podcast. That's what yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's it. what I've gathered yeah. from looking at the looking at the stats. Yeah, people just think, oh, I enjoy that. So I'm going to pop nice, a couple isn't of it? Isn't it nice Yeah, it is nice, yeah. Is it something I mean, it's an know? extra 30 grand a week for me and Carl. <laughs> it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. All right, anyway, let's um, let's wrap it up. Anything to plug? Anyone got anything to plug? Thank God, I wish I did. I've got nothing to it. This is my mask. Look, this, I'll just flip oh, this on my nice. desk. Oh, nice, that's good. That's um, nice. My wife's f- mum's friend made a selection of them, as everyone's mm-hmm. fucking mum's friend did. <laughs> everyone during lockdown. On a singer sewing machine all night. <laughs> um, but, yeah, pl- anything to... So you, people just download 
All Killer No Filler. Yeah, cool. All Killer No Filler is on, on every Very platform. Good. Who's the um, most recent serial killer you've done? Uh, oh, God, I can't, what's his bloody name? I can't remember. Uh, oh, I'm seriously, I'm terrible at the email thing. What do you, did we do? I can't remember, but we're recording one this week, and it's going to be Israel Keys. Who's Israel Keys? That's a good well, name. Well, I, I didn't know that much about him. He's quite a, a modern one. I think he's on the court less, less than 10 years ago. But he, the, the, I mean, he killed about, well, a lot of people, but they, they couldn't find most of the bodies. But he used to have murder kits hidden around America. Whoa. Murder yeah. kits. What, yeah, so what, would like, that, what would that? What's in a standard murder kit? Well, a gun. Well, they sell a murder knife. kits as as murder kits. <laughs> <laughs> got a website. You just get your own. The JML murder, murder kit. Gaffer um, tape. Nice. Yeah. Balaclava. Babe. Bit of lime and a shovel. Babe, yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. And he'd hide, like, he'd put them in big bucket things. Bit and, of Thea Breeze. Some, <laughs> <laughs> some hand sanitizer. Um, uh, yeah, he'd, he'd hide them around different locations in America. So he'd be, one, one evening he'd think, oh, fancy going to New England tomorrow to do murder. I've got my murder wow. kit. I'll, I'll go and do that. It must be exciting. It'd be quite good for you to do. <laughs> Why don't you do some uh, merch, but do like a sort of ironic murder kit? Oh, killer no filler murder kits. Well, we've got to keep it. You've got to keep it tasteful, haven't you? You know, we're getting some new merch actually. That's coming out in the next couple of months. But yeah, we've got to keep it. You've got to be on the right side of it. But it could be a little like I don't know, just sweeties or something. Yeah, but call it murder. (laughs) Let's call it a murder kit. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? We we should do merch, Julian. You should do. I don't know why you don't. Copper water bottles, t-shirts. Cups is done, man. It's the modern age. Cups are people use cups though. I know, but then people always have too many cups. I oh, shit. I just realised I've still got to send out. I've got I've got loads of uh, old the Carl and Chris podcast mugs that I found in a in a shed, and um, just I've said we I've, could do lighters. Um, we could do lighters. I had a couple of lighters for a while, HM Prison ones, and I, I loved pulling them out. <laughs> what a light, mate. <laughs> <laughs> some people ask for lights i offer lights in the street <laughs> yeah we'll have a think about merch something useful um but other than that let's just uh wrap up proceedings oh shit i'll, I'll talk about we'll do an intro julian i'll i'll plug a thing i'm doing on friday but um other than that rachel oh thank you for having me i really enjoyed myself thanks on. for it's coming it's always fun and um and you should come on one of our live zooms one day yeah to do that we had Sean on once. It was fun, wasn't it? He didn't know what he was calling into, though. We just, he, we just, he just, <laughs> he just appeared and it's like 30 people. Was, like, 30 people just watch like one. And it was a free for all. We just let everyone, any patrons that want to come along and have a chat, we just let them talk and stuff. It was it's, really it's really nice. fun. They're really nice people. Um, but yeah, Sean, I think, thought he was just calling in to chat to me and Julian and suddenly he was just getting He's on video with strangers. He was walking down the street. He was going to a gent's toilets, a he public was, toilets. On Portobello Road. They I are thought he was joking toilets. the whole way there until no. he walked in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Patrons, if you sign up, you'll get to see uh, comedians going to the toilet. Amazing. Right. Um, well, thanks for coming on. Pleasure. And... Uh, thanks for having me. I'm going to go because uh, I'll be honest, I need a wee really badly. Yeah, do it. Go do Very it unprofessional way. way to leave. But I, well, Julian, I'll see you in a bit anyway because we've got another thing to do together. Oh, two o'clock, yeah. That we're both baffled about, but we'll, we'll find out. Oh, cool. There it goes. Uh, right. And I'll see you both later. Take it easy. Bye.